0: Thanks for listening to the Goat Father Podcast. Hey guys, with you today, your host, Todd Mollis. And hopefully you listened to the trailer, but if not, who cares? I just wanted to start this podcast for a lot of reasons. But the reason, number one, we're going to talk about today is I, like hopefully most parents, (laughs) uh, I'm constantly wondering if what I'm doing with my kids is the right thing or the wrong thing. And I just wanted to have some quick little conversations, maybe share a story or two, and we'll just go from there. Most of my episodes I will have more of a planned format uh, written down a a topic, but today I kind of just wanted to talk. Just let things out, have a stream of conscience to see where this goes, and hopefully we hit the nail on the head, right? But so, with parenting, um, I was always... Hmm... I was always excited about being a father, ever since I was a kid. I I always knew I wanted to be a dad. I wanted to have more than one kid, at least. And, you know, I hoped to have a daughter and a son, but I ended up getting even luckier, and I ended up with three daughters. <laughs> so, that's exciting. Uh, my oldest is Audrey. She's six. My middle child is Addison. She's four. And my youngest is Autumn, who's a little over a year old. And so they are just my life. Even when I was working, I, we at my work, we used to have these monthly meetings. And part of this monthly meeting is we would tell our why story, why we came into work every day, why we kept on grinding, why we kept just working so hard to keep growing and basically doing your day to day. And most of my coworkers was fairly similar and sometimes it was just, oh, we love our team. But mine was always the same. It was just that I love my kids, and I want them to have a better opportunity than I had as a kid. And I had a, a great opportunity. And so I at least want to give them an equal chance as I had. And I wanted to make sure they had nice things. I wanted to make sure they had a house, a roof over their head. They had food. And that was that was... At least when I was working, that was half of my definition of what being a father was. The other half was just making sure that when I came home, I didn't yell at them all day long. (laughs) And some days it sucked. Some days I would come home from work and I was burnt out. And I would just be so exhausted and worn down that when my kids were yelling at me and wanting to get my attention, I didn't handle it always the right way. Sometimes I would blow up at them, I would lose my temper. And, you know, to be fair, let's be honest, with kids, sometimes they deserve a good yelling at. <laughs> uh, there's there's nothing you can do every time about trying to stay calm. And I, I fully believe in that. But I started noticing that the more and more I was working and the more and more I was not very happy with my job as well, that I started coming home from work more and more often. And I was upset as soon as I got home. I was... Not happy being around the kids. I'd rather go to my room and just defuse for a minute or 30 minutes or an hour or two hours. <laughs> um, but I, the more and more I started feeling that way at work, I just started realizing that this loop I was caught in was pointless. I was going to work every day trying to make a better life for my kids, but then I was coming home and I wasn't spending quality time with them. I wasn't making good memories with them all the time. And uh, when things started getting worse with my work, um, and also at the beginning of this year, my children's daycare's price increased, and also my insurance for work was going to be increasing as well. I'm also a commuter. At the time, I used to have to drive an hour to work. So between the increased daycare, increased insurance, and the commuting to work, I was only going to be taking home about $200 a month. And things were working out great for my wife's job. And she loves her job. She loves what she does. She's got her career set up. She's already finished schooling. And when it came time for me to try and find other jobs, we brought up the conversation of, hey, what if when you quit working for your job, you just be a stay-at-home dad? We'll save money from the daycare, save, save money from driving, and it'll really balance out. So far, so good. It's been great. I've loved it. It's And it's definitely a lot of work. That is for sure. Any Parenting in general is a lot of work. But I think so far my biggest hassle that I just need to work around and get better at is setting up a solid routine. Because when you have a job, you wake up in the morning, you take a shower, you brush your teeth. You, you know, I don't need to explain everything for you guys. And then you have your process at work, you have a schedule, you have a routine, then you come home, and then you have time with your family. But so what's a little different here at home is I'm trying to manage the idea of setting up a solid routine to where I wake up on time, I get the girls ready for the day, I get my oldest to school, and then I do learning activities at home, I do arts and crafts, we try and play outside as much as we can. It's Thankfully, been really good weather since I started being a stay at home dad, so that's been helpful. But I would say my biggest hassle so far is making sure I'm taking those breaks. At work, you, you know, at least most jobs I've had usually get two breaks throughout the day that are just kind of short that you stay on the clock, and then you have your lunch that you clock out for. But when I'm at home, I don't always remember to take those breaks. I'm. If the kids are taking a nap, what I should be doing is maybe trying to take a nap too or just hanging out and watching a show for a little while, playing some video games. I don't know. But what do I do instead? I either keep cleaning the house or I start figuring out ideas for my podcast, (laughs) which, I mean, I'm starting a second one now, so that's not very helpful. But I was just feeling burnt out a little and I didn't want that to happen because I knew I was excited to be a stay-at-home dad and I know that I love being with my kids. And so when I was feeling a little burnt out I was trying to just figure out what that problem was and it and it just took a, a very basic conversation with my wife and she helped remind me you need to take those breaks. Sure I'm, I'm at home and I'm un, I'm technically unemployed but I still have a job with my kids. And if I'm just working, working, working nonstop for my kids, then I'm going to feel burnt out. Anyone would, I feel like. So that's been one of my, uh, my challenges for this month for myself. A goal I've set up is to make sure I get my kids and I on a set routine and a schedule and also that I schedule into that little breaks for myself. And so that's the last week I've been doing that more and it's been helpful. I haven't been as able to get to as much cleaning but that's okay. And look, hopefully for all you other stay-at-home dads or stay-at-home moms, your your partner who's working is understanding of that. Cuz those are part of my responsibilities is doing things with the kids, keeping them active, making sure they're learning new things, but then also another big part of that is cleaning the house, doing the dishes, doing the laundry and with Two adults and three kids, there's non-stop laundry, let's be honest. That is, uh laundry's the devil. <laughs> the The washing part, easy, because I've got a machine for that. The folding part and putting away to every single drawer, that's the obnoxious part, right? But making sure that I'm taking those breaks has been very helpful. I felt much more rested. I feel like same thing, why I stopped working in the first place is... When I'm spending time with my kids, when I get those little breaks, I'm actually spending time with my kids. I'm not frustrated with them. I'm not yelling at them. I'm not just hanging out on my phone while they're playing outside. I'm trying to, I'm being able to interact with them more. And I think that's something that's really important for all parents, whether they stay at home all the time or not, is when you're home with your kids, you need to also make sure you remove yourself for a minute because kids are a lot they don't understand things very well. You have to say things to them 20 times. Today, with my oldest daughter even, she's probably the best listener out of all three, but even with her, I we were gonna go to the dollar store to pick up fun glow sticks for a little dance party we were gonna have, and she was super excited for that, but yet she was super excited to go, but yet she didn't put on her shoes. It took her 30 minutes just to get her shoes on. And, I mean, it's just those funny things because as an adult you're thinking, oh, well, if you're excited to go, then get ready to go. But sometimes kids, they just get so scattered-brained with all their excitement that they're not processing information the same way. And it's things like that that you need to just try and remember when you feel yourself starting to get frustrated instead of yelling at them to go get your shoes on. Just remember, okay, she's too excited to focus right now. So maybe, hey, sit down. I will help you get your shoes on, but you need to remember to focus next time. <laughs> and and uh, the funny thing with kids too is it's different for each age group they're in. Because with a six-year-old, I feel like for a while I'll start getting close to understanding her, uh, figuring out how I need to communicate to her, tell her specific directions that she'll understand the best. But then if I try to give that same attention To my four-year-old, it doesn't work. And so I have to speak to my four-year-old a little differently, explain things to her a little more slower and more detailed. And then I always have to kind of wrap it up with, okay, do you understand what I just said? (laughs) And sometimes she's like, yeah, sure. And other times she's like, okay, yeah, let's go. Wait, did you understand what I just said? She looks at me, no, I don't at all. I was just trying to help, (laughs) which is good, but frustrating of course so and and then of course with my one-year-old she doesn't listen to anything so it doesn't matter yet for her but it's it's just those things that if you're not taking a break you're not going to be able to recognize those kind of cues that your kids are giving you but if you're giving yourself enough breaks then you can remember actually use all of your thought process and go wait they are not understanding what i'm saying this one needs a little more explaining That one's just a baby. Okay. And so it's just making sure you're giving yourself enough time. You know, and also eating is important. That's one thing I found with being a stay-at-home dad. I was worried I was going to be gaining a lot of weight because I would be at home and I'd have access to all the food all of the time. But I've actually maintained my weight. I've been eating less healthy, that's for sure. But I've maintained the weight I've had. But I feel like that's because I keep forgetting to eat. It's the first time in my whole life I've ever done that. I don't know about you guys, but it's the weirdest feeling. I've never been a person to go, oh, wait, oh, man, I just skipped lunch. No matter how busy I've been, it's always been in my head that, oh, okay, it's time to eat. I'm ready to eat food. Uh, hopefully all the other fathers understand we love food very much so. <clears throat> and so the idea of skipping that without even knowing is strange. And... It's it's even weirder, too, because I'm cooking the meals for my kids. I'm getting their food set up. But with dinner, I feel like I'm making a bigger portion. I'm getting everything set up. And so I, I'm also getting a portion set up for me. But sometimes with lunch, especially with the different age groups of my kids, they want to eat different things sometimes, which is frustrating. And I try to make sure that what I make for lunch is what all three of them eats. But it just doesn't always work that way. And so, especially if I'm giving individual food care per child, I'm not keeping myself in mind of, oh, what am I going to feed myself? What am I going to get? Sometimes I'll make food for them, they're done eating, and then I just realized, oh, I didn't eat. Uh, okay, well, I'll just eat their leftover macaroni and cheese or finish this yogurt or something. And uh, so, I think just getting in a set routine will help so many things. And really help me keep my sanity and hopefully if you guys have a similar problem keeping your sanity while you're staying at home maybe that process helps maybe just getting a set routine a full schedule set up for you guys is what you really need and if you guys don't run into that and you don't have a schedule good for you but for those of you who are listening if you guys have an awesome schedule send me a message um, we, you can send that through the podcast itself if you go to anchor.fm or you can go to our Facebook page, um, the Facebook page I just barely set up. It is going to be under at Goat Father Pod. So go there, and you guys can send me a message. I want to hear what your your process is. How do you guys maintain a schedule and your sanity? So <laughs> you know, I want to hear your tips and your tricks, and uh, help me grow as a parent. And hopefully, you know, I can share some of those tips here on the show as well, and we can. All work together as parents as stay at home dads as stay at home moms and help each other out. Um, speaking of helping each other out that 's one thing that has really driven me to start the show was i i don 't know a lot about a lot of people. Um, I love my parents they 're awesome they 're great they are very important to me, and they have a lot of wisdom. But if there's one thing I know for sure, and it's something I've known since I was a teenager, I don't want to raise my kids the way my parents raised me. And that's nothing against them specifically, but it's just I want to have a different parenting style. I want to do things differently. We have different beliefs religiously, uh, politically, and even just socially. So there's just so many things that I wanted to do differently but make sure that my kids didn't get messed up still. (laughs) So there's a lot of things, especially when it comes to medical stuff, I'll talk to my parents about. My dad's a chiropractor, so he's got a doctor degree as well, and so there's a lot of things I can ask him when it comes to medical issues. You know, I want to make sure I'm not taking my kids to the freaking Instacare every week because they've got a fever or they've got an ear infection and stuff like that. If I don't have to, there's... There's a lot of things I'll try and just work around to just talk to your parents about. But to be honest, most of the time, if I have a question about parenting, if I have a question about if I've done something right or wrong, I don't go to my parents and ask those questions. I, it's it's not that I feel uncomfortable doing that. It's just I don't, I don't do it. I, I mean, I can't even really explain. And for some people, I mean, they may not have good contact with their parents still, and so. They wouldn't reach out to them, but others would go to their parents still. And I so for for you guys who go to your parents, that's great. Good good for you. I'm glad that you guys have that great communication. Uh, I feel like keeping in touch with your parents, especially once you have kids, is really important. Because um, for, for me, like me and my wife, we've talked a lot about moving out of the state recently, and but one of our big hang-ups has, talk, has been because our kids are so close to their grandparents. They're so close to their cousins and their aunts and uncles. And so it would be hard moving, not for my wife and I, but for the kids. And that's a, that's a good thing, I feel like. It's a bummer that that's one of our hang-ups for what we make our life decisions about. But I think all in all, it's important to keep those things in mind that like what the effect is going to be on your kids when you leave those people. But so I'm, I'm glad that my kids are really close to their grandparents, but I, I mean, I wish I was as close to my parents as my kids are to my parents, but there's just, uh, sometimes there's just a lot of things I don't want to talk to them about. And it's, and it's not for any specific reason. It's just that I, it's just not something I would normally talk to my parents and so, when I would have these conversations with some of my friends and fa- and uh, some other family members and, you know, coworkers, I, I would have conversations about parenting. We would talk about, oh, your kid did this and my kid did that. Oh, I handled it this way. And I don't know about most parents, but I, I constantly wondered if I was doing the right thing, if I handled that the right way. And... You know, sometimes my wife can really help answer that question for me, and sometimes she has that same question. And, that I mean, that's at least one thing that's very nice, is I can talk to my wife and we can both be lost together. But I I found that sometimes just having just a basic conversation with people can help so much, and it just helps you remember, I'm not the only one going through this. It's not just my kid almost every kid has this problem it's it's not just my relationship with my wife almost most married couples have these issues it it's just things like that and it creates such a huge epiphany once it actually happens you just want to hit your head and go oh of course of course i'm not alone in this of course i'm not a crazy person kids are just hard <laughs> and they're different So that was why I wanted to start this, because I just wanted to share experiences, share things that my kids do, and hear from other parents about what their kids do. And I know this is sounding more and more like, oh, I started this podcast because I'm freaking out and I want all these other parents to tell me I'm okay. (laughs) But it's not that. It's the fact that I want other parents to hear just somebody else talking about this and to not beat themselves up about it so much because as a parent it's so easy to beat yourself up over things but you just you got to make sure you didn't ruin your kids and then you move on you don't need to keep beating yourself up over things and i i hopefully this show can help other people with that that's one thing i've had to learn a lot is you there's no right way to parent there is wrong ways, that's for sure. I mean, if you're uh, you're doing a uh, crack or meth and stuff, and your kids are watching you do it, and you know, and they uh, are not going to school and getting tattoos on their back when they're six. I mean, that's a thing. That's a thing. I'm sure, right? That's a thing. <laughs> Hopefully not. But I mean, so it's like it's easy as a parent to point out what not to do but it's not always easy to point out what to do, even though there's hundreds of books written about it. But uh, I mean, hopefully you guys are just like me. I mean, forget bucks. Who needs that noise? No thank you. Just come here and listen to me talk about it instead. (laughs) So uh, next week, I'm going to be bringing out a new episode, and I'm going to have a topic set out specifically. We're going to go into conversations that other people have had. I'm going to look up what doctors say and of course, I'm gonna end every episode with just a solid dad joke, because I feel like it's needed. Even if you're not a, a dad listening to this, I feel like everyone enjoys a good dad joke, even if it's cringe-worthy or not. But so to send you off, one of my personal favorites, why can you not hear a pterodactyl going to the bathroom? Because the p is silent. Ooh, snap. It's one of my favorites. All right, well, guys, hopefully you enjoyed the show so far. Uh, It's not going to be super long episodes because I wanted to keep these a little shorter because for parents, especially stay-at-home parents, they don't always have time to listen to an hour-and-a-half episode of a podcast. Maybe they've only got a quick little drive or they're just folding some laundry. And I hopefully can be able to be there for you guys and uh, give some good tips and tricks while you're doing that stuff, so... Please go check out our Facebook page. Um, and if you want to share this podcast with your family and friends, please do. That would be a huge help. I'm going to be setting up uh, other social media sites and a Patreon of uh, pretty soon. But right now, we're just going to have fun with it. So uh, thank you so much for listening to The Goat Father, guys. And remember, to be in your children's memories tomorrow, you have to be in their lives today.